Hey everyone, happy Friday. I hope everyone had an awesome week as we go into Shabbat. Uh, I just wanted to leave a little message here uh, regarding self-worth. I saw a very interesting visualization that I just posted here in the chat um, that just triggered a few thoughts in my mind about self-worth in today's day and age and how really today uh, it's very difficult maintaining a healthy self-worth because of the various things that happen around us and the various people around us that either inflate us or deflate us. And I just wanted to leave a little message and even tie it to the parasha on how we're supposed to look at self-worth and how to have a healthy self-worth. Um, so today, and really throughout human history, because it's a very human thing psychologically, but today, uh, what a lot of people uh, struggle with, what we struggle with is uh, using the perception of what's happening around us dictate our, our self-worth and our identity. What does that mean? If somebody uh, invests in a company and the company sells for a billion dollars, the person's self-worth, self-perception of himself goes up greatly. The guy thinks he's a genius. Whereas if somebody buys a stock and tells his friend, let's buy the stock, and he buys the stock and it plummets and the company goes bust, suddenly the guy feels like he's an idiot, right? As if he was in control of the company's destiny. Uh, and, and the same way with the other guy who thinks he's a genius, you know, as if he was really in control uh, of, of the destiny, of that company. And and th- those two examples are really microcosms in general of how we generally experience life. If somebody compliments us or somebody gives us honor or somebody says something nice about us, we feel better about ourselves. We tend to feel like we have more self-worth. If somebody critiques us or gives us criticism or feedback, uh, generally then we feel more down upon ourselves. We feel more uh, inferior and hard on ourselves. And this is a very, very common uh, pendulum swing that everybody experiences in life as we grow and as we have peaks and valleys where there are moments where we feel very high about ourselves and moments where we feel down about ourselves. And it's really tied to my previous audio where life in general has peaks and valleys and generally at the peaks we feel much higher about ourselves when we succeed, when we have accomplishments uh, in our under our belt. Uh, and then during the lows where maybe uh, we're having trouble sticking to a diet or we broke our workout routine or maybe we were not nice to our family members or maybe we, we failed at work or maybe be, you know, fill in the blank, um, we tend to then feel down upon ourselves. And while it's very natural and human, we really need to try to transcend that habit and transcend that that human nature because uh, it could be very upsetting to our spirituality. It could be very upsetting to our imunan, our bitachon, and it could be very uh, upsetting to our personal growth and development. Uh, the whole idea is that Hashem views us very neutrally. Hashem loves us for who we are and what we are and how He created us. Hashem doesn't care if you pick the right stock. Hashem doesn't care if your company goes bust. Hashem doesn't care if you if you make a mistake and you sin and you curse someone. Hashem cares about you as a human being, cares about your soul. What's your yearning? What's your desire? Are you trying to improve? Are you trying to grow? Are you trying to do teshubah? Are you trying to have better habits? Are you trying to, to, to do chesed in the world? Are you trying to, again, refine yourself? That's what Hashem cares about. Hashem desires simplicity. You don't have to be the biggest sadiq in the world 24-7 to be loved by Hashem. And this week's parasha with Avraham Avinu really proves it, right? Of course, we have the very, very big attempts that Avraham Aminu has to try to save cities from destruction. Of course, going to Akedah Yitzchak without a, a hesitation to show Hashem's love and dedication. But even the simple stuff, even Avraham just waiting by the by the ohel, waiting for guests, yearning to do Haknasat Orchim of hosting guests, even after his Brit Milah. It's his yearning. Even if the angels never came by, 
his yearning to host and to do chesed, his yearning to do the Akedah Yitzchak, his yearning to save humanity in the case of Sedom and Amorah. It was Avraham's simple yearning and desire to do good that made Hashem love him. It was his emunah that made Hashem love him. It's what was in his heart and in his mind that made Hashem love him. Avraham wanted to do chesed to the world. Avraham wanted to spread the oneness of God. Avraham wanted to elevate people, wanted to make the world a better place. That is really the key of, 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 of what Hashem uh, uh, loved about Avraham. And what we can learn about that with us is, yes, while the environment and other people might lift us up and, and, and break us down over the course of our lives, what we need to remember really is what's the most important and what really matters is what Hashem thinks of us and what Hashem feels about us. And the way we can gauge about what Hashem thinks or feels about us is using the Torah and the mitzvot as a soundboard. Are we trying to improve? Are we trying to do more good? Are we trying to connect to Hashem? Are we trying to become better human beings? Now, if we're failing at it, it doesn't matter. Hashem's love is not in the home runs we hit. Hashem's love is that we put on our shoes, we pick up the bat, we get to the plate, and we try to swing. That's that's what Hashem wants from us. That's what Hashem desires from us. It's to see us try. And I've used this example in the past, but it's like a father seeing his son try to ride a bike. When a father's teaching his son how to ride a bike, does he does he expect the son to get on and zip and do flips and do all crazy? No. He 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 cries and is proud of his son just watching the son try. He tries, he falls, he gets back on the bike, he falls again, he gets back on the bike, he falls again. What happens? The son walks up to the father disappointed and upset that he couldn't do it. Meanwhile, the father's gleaning with pride. Look at the determination my son has. Look at the motivation he has. Look at the the the, the desire he has to, to to succeed at what he's trying to do. That is all we need to do. That is our job. That is our job. So I just wanted to mention this uh, so that A, we, we can we can go into the weekend and reflect on this. Um, it also keeps us humble, right? If we have big wins during the week, we remember where it's coming from. Hashem's running the show. And if we have failures, guess what? Hashem's running that show also. Hashem is determining when we win and how we win and when we lose and how we lose. Our job is to just show the effort. Our job is to just show up and do our best. Our job is to just try to continue growing and improving and leave the rest up to Hashem. And don't let Yetzirah convince you you're a king and don't let Yetzirah um, trick you that you're a peasant. You're a human being, you're a king, and you're humble at the same time. We're all children of Hashem and uh, Hashem is simply trying to help us uh, grow and become our best selves. Hashem loves us for who we are. Hashem loves us for what we are. And uh, and uh, we have to remember that. Shabbat Shalom.